<laughs> I don't mind it. Cold open. I don't mind it. I don't mind. When it's we good. need the listeners to know. When it's good, I don't mind it. Well, we all know Beaver's the king of butt stuff over here. <laughs> the king of beaver stuff. Is that what you say when it first gets put in? Little, be- <laughs> little beaver and butthead. <laughs> little beaver and butthead, huh? Tear on the mic. Where'd that come from? <laughs> and it wasn't mine. You guys know where this thing's been? I've had other be- I've had, sorry, I've had other beavers over here. Don't you hate it when your podcasting girl sits on your mic? <laughs> Doesn't he have the common decency to sit on your face? <laughs> First one problems when you're... <laughs> Your podcast mic is way bigger than your wiener. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nashville Bets podcast. It is so fucking good to be back, boys. We're finally in college football season. It's been a couple months. We're not really good at anything besides football, but we're very uh, good we, at football. I throw a challenge flag on that. We dominated college basketball. Guess I should speak for myself. I'm only good at football. So. And we're currently dominating the MLB, too, as well. Yeah, I mean. true. We are currently dominating the MLB. I mean, like, betting-wise, betting betting-wise, we dominate everything. But podcast-wise, we definitely dominate football. That's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what I live for. Have you guys... So is, uh, this, is this the official start of Season 3? Football is back? Football is back. Have you guys canceled all of your plans for every Saturday and Sunday for the next... Uh, how long is this... How many months do we have? I literally September, I, October, November, December. I switched jobs a few weeks ago just so I wouldn't have to miss any football. Yeah, thank God. That's real commitment. Uh, also, any weddings that are happening this fall, not going. Nudge, nudge. Uh, you're an evil person, and why would you ever schedule a wedding during the Tennessee Georgia game? Yeah, Blake Cobb, you fucking asshole. <laughs> so if you listen to this, then fuck you. Anyway, so we're going to start the podcast off a little something different. We're going to do a little snake draft. We're going to call it Starting Five. Uh, we're drafting insults today. So, Beaver, I have one, two, or three written on an Excel doc. Guess the number. Two. Two? Nope. Bramble? One. It was three. I'll take the first pick. All right, one and two are on the board. Beaver, is it one or two? One. Nope. Two. Do you want the second or third pick? Second. All right. Beaver, you have the third pick. Sweet. All right. Uh, so with my first pick, I think it's probably the most versatile on the big board, and it's the easiest to come or easiest that flows straight to the mouth. Calling someone a limp dick motherfucker. <laughs> I think I, it hits all of your major sectors, throws fuck in there. Also, motherfucker, so great. And then you're even hitting the cock with the limp dick. Okay. I think it's a great A insult. I think it's very worthy of 1-1. One, one. Can you okay. call somebody a limp dick motherfucker on Twitter? Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, you can cuss on Twitter. Okay, I forgot. I'm not much of a Twitter user. All right, so for uh, pick number two, I think I'm going to have to draft, I have a pet goldfish. <laughs> how is that, how is that you, even an insult? That's, I'm very confused. I wish I had up, a pet goldfish. Then you followed up with, I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about shit that didn't matter. Somebody <laughs> says really something, something really stupid. That's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> All right, that's pretty funny. I jumped to conclusion there. Yeah, jumped, jumped the uh, 
I think you definitely got Jumped the finger gun, JP. Yeah, pew pew. <laughs> tell you what, I jumped the ring right over the hole in the bottle and did not win that goldfish. Dude. All right. <laughs> All right. Do I have number three? Is it my turn? All right. I'm pretty much just stealing this from you, Jack, because I knew you were going to use it at some point in this draft. Calling somebody a smooth brain. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Fuck! Yeah. You bastard. I thought you were going to take that yeah. one first. Smooth I, brain. I, I thought I was going to get that in the second round. I didn't think that. Uh, yeah, I know. It was like one of those things where I knew you had a quarterback need, and I just took one to fuck you and you're in my division. I uh, had never really heard of it until recently, but it's pretty insulting when you, like, really, I don't know, it kind of rubs me wrong. I love that insult. It gets under my skin. It's so good. Very worthy of a first-round pick. I thought y'all were going to be too smooth-brained to pick it up in the first round. Yeah, I know. And it was coming straight to me in the <laughs> well, second. Well, I thought I was going to fall. Uh, <laughs> all right, Beaver. First, first pick of the second round. Shit, this one was hard. Uh, but... Unlike your penis. Unlike my penis. But I'm going to have to go with, like, a, a joke that would have been really funny in, like, 2006. But it would be, I wish I had a flip phone so I could shut it on this conversation. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work on the graphic. But I, or slamming your phone on, slamming a phone call to end a phone call might be one of the funnest things you can do while you're enraged. Yeah, it's not the same thing as, like, taking it away from your face and pressing the red button on a screen. But back in the day when you could just really click it and like slam it the fuck shut, sometimes it would break your screen, sometimes it wouldn't. I don't know. That was kind of rewarding. Or better yet, when, it, you, know, when you could like slam it into the wall. That was, like, that was very rewarding yeah. too. But I don't know if that's an insult. It is. Telling somebody or tweeting to somebody that you wish you had a flip phone so you could shut on this conversation. I think it's pretty I mean, insulting. I mean, are we just writing novels on these graphics? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, I'm ready to pick. Pick. I mean, I thought I was on the clock. All right, hold on. Taking a little along with that graphic there, Jack. He wrote a novel. Come on, it's like a Tolkien film. Come on, graphic, Jack. Wait, are you typing? What are you? Are you an annotator? Are we t are we taking notes? I'm writing down the answers. All right, you're typing all that. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> so that we don't forget it's such an awful pick. I've already won this draft. I've got a really good one next. All right. Hayden. What's my second pick? Second pick, second round. Telling someone they have an extra chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That one dates back to uh, like fifth grade right there. When you first figure out what that is. One of the oldest I, ones in the book. I, it, it is definitely an older one. It's an instant classic. Uh, so to me, uh, I think I could. Actually, I don't think this would make it back to me. So I'm gonna take it now. I'm gonna, calling someone a douche canoe. <laughs> douche instant canoe. classic. Oh damn, that was my damn. That was coming off the board for me next. I it just flows so well, and it's not in like it's not vulgar enough for anyone to truly like be upset or like get you kicked out of a bar or something like that. But it's just, it digs at you deep down in your soul. Getting, yeah, it's not insulting enough to get somebody riled up, but it's definitely like... Oh, it'll get you riled up, but you can't get kicked out. Can't you can't be, out. like, overtly mad and, go like, go home steaming because you're, like, whoever you're with. It's like, dude, got called a fucking douche canoe. Get over it. Yeah, sometimes I feel but like... It I, just digs at you. I deserve, I deserve it sometimes. It's death by a thousand paper cuts. Uh, and then... First pick of the third round, calling someone a deficit... To society. <laughs> I like that. 
This is, I think it works. You're just, you just take away. You don't give anything. You only take a deficit. Hey, the floor is yours. This is a good time to draft it. Come dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. <laughs> I like that. And it's funny you say <laughs> come dumpster because I was actually about to hit a girl insult as well. You definitely call men come dumpsters, not women. All right. Now that we're back after our uh, brief mishap with, uh, well, with what? the magical world of editing, with the magical world of editing, it didn't actually matter. <laughs> no, keep that in. Right. <laughs> you gotta keep that in. My next insult was gonna be the whole fucking point. That, uh, also, my <laughs> next insult was also gonna be. Well, it was, mine was more gonna be like when you're with your friends and you call a girl. You say a girl looks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but from a distance, you'll wow. say it to their face. There's nothing worse. Well, I think there's nothing worse. going to draft that one. I think there's nothing. I think you could wait to the fifth round to get that one. <laughs> That's a fucking hilarious. That was an undrafted free agent. There's nothing worse than calling a girl a horse. So, yeah, Beaver hey. is not winning that one. Also, we're putting these down as team one, two, and three. So that way we can't be identified on the Instagram page when people and Twitter, when they go vote. Well, you know what a horse girl looks like? It's like a tall, skinny girl with a big old mouth <laughs> it's a big shoppers <laughs> does she also only eat with her two front teeth <laughs> and, you, and you feed her red Shaver gala apples front teeth. from across the <laughs> she doesn't eat them with her mouth she, eats them, she extends her face first like Squidward in that episode <laughs> When he tries uh, the Krabby Patty for the first time. Oh my god. Yep, that's that's a horse girl. Alright. That's the most that's the most insulting thing. Horse girl. <laughs> Alright. Uh first pick of the fourth round, Beaver. Alright. Well, this is also a uh I think this might have should have gone in the first round, but um when you tell a guy that he's got a small dick, whether you've seen it or not, just be like, You have a small dick. I'm like, I know, but I don't know, it still cuts me deep every time. How many people tell you have a small dick? Like all the time. <laughs> it wasn't until I was 28 when I finally got over it. I'm 28 now. So, so is it? Uh, is it? Am I up? I think now? I think it's a two-way race now, Bramble. All right. For pick number four, correct? Yeah, this is your fourth pick. Ooh, let's see. All right, for pick number four, we're going with save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a really when you have a guy that makes a real big douchebag comment. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that other than it has to just be in the moment. I no, I, I agree. Well, well, when you tell your buddies to save some pussy, <laughs> <laughs> when he's trying to act cool. Oh yeah, there we go. When he's like Damn. going around flexing, like, yeah. all right, dude, simmer. Just, that, that's just something that has to fucking come up, and you're just like, dude, that is pretty good. All right, I think I have a monster play here, and I think I'm gonna capture two big fan bases with this one. Because I already drafted my quarterback, I have my left tackle, and I have my edge rusher. So I think I'm gonna go with. For the last pick in the fourth round, uh, telling someone they should have been a blowjob. <laughs> telling somebody right. they should have been a blowjob, that's pretty good. All right, damn it. 
Am I, huh. am I back? Uh, no, it's up to me. Uh, and then for my last pick, I think this is where I seal the deal here. This is where I get my stretch wide receiver. Locking it up with the elf pick, calling someone a cotton-headed Niggy Muggins. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Fuck, decent at best. All right. So for my last pick, fucking Jack said something similar, but it's not quite the same. It's your dad should have wasted you in the sheets. <laughs> Damn. That is a great fifth rounder. That is a great fifth round pick. All right, Beaver. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know if I have anything. I, I've just damn near gone through all my fucking picks so far. I mean, I I think with my spare, I think I could have beaten Beaver in another draft. I mean, I thought what's left I, over. I thought the material I came up with so far was pretty good. I think you're scaring a lot of people away. All right, last pick in the Mr. Irrelevant. Does anybody does anybody want to throw me a throw me a life raft here? You know what? You can go off what we've been half or calling someone stupid. Maybe a little smart as bait. I mean, a half wit. A half wit. I like the cotton headed cotton headed Ninny Muggins. That was pretty fucking. Funny. Well, it's already been drafted, so you it's can't, already been taken. You can't have them on your team. I don't have a fucking fifth insult. I don't insult people. I'm too nice of a person. You know what? Do we just write in NA? Not applicable? Not applicable. Wow. All right. So before we get into honorable mentions, because I have a few, uh, team one, uh, limp dick motherfucker, douche canoe deficit. You should have been a blowjob in cotton head and ninny muggins. Team two, uh, I have a goldfish. Wait, I thought we were talking about things goldfish. that didn't matter. I have a pet. Goldfish. I have a pet goldfish. That's funny. And then say, comma, I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about shit that didn't matter. Done. That is, that's very key. Uh, so that, uh, do you have an extra chromosome? Come dumpster, save some pussy for the rest of us to a douche. Uh, and your dad should have buried you in the sheets. Wasted. Wasted you in the sheets. Yeah, yeah wasted I don't think Jack was with... listening while he was typing. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, so team three, smooth brain. Yes. I, uh, a I heavy I, hitter off the bat, but just <laughs> fell the yeah, fuck it off. Was, it, was, it was a rough going from here. Uh, I wish I had a flip phone so I could slam the conversation on you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> okay, that is also a good one. That's pretty right. funny. Uh, calling a girl a horse. <laughs> telling a guy he has a small dick. That's really funny. Forfeit Wait. slash non-applicable. No, I think for the non-applicable, he should have to take on the calling specifically a female a cum dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the fucking insult of the lifetime no, for a girl. No, it's not. That's horrible. All right. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to say. It's really insulting. So, <laughs> I mean, that is... I mean, the weird. ones I had left were calling someone dense, um, all foam gnome beer, Calling someone a brainlet, and then the half wit. I made okay. I made pretty much all of mine on the spot. <laughs> pretty pretty fucking funny. That was a pretty good list. I didn't I didn't have much material coming into the podcast tonight. I think mine was the best one. I I think you're gonna get I, if you get ten percent of the vote, I'll be astonished. Not a fucking chance. I, I think I win by like ninety five 
percent. I think I dominate. Think- Jack must have set up a bot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, JP, why don't you tell us about our uh, presenting sponsor? Our presenting sponsor is Frank's Meat Shop. All of your meat needs can be bought at Frank's Meat Shop. Frank's got all the meats that you could ever want in Nashville, Tennessee. He's got long sausages, short sausages, summer sausages, sausages to grill, sausages to boil, sausages to bake, sausages to grill. Oops, I said that twice. <laughs> Frank's Meat Shop in East Nashville. Go to Frank's Meat Shop for all your meat needs. <laughs> all right, perfect. So before we get into week one of college football, uh, week zero, I think the biggest game that's worth talking about right now uh, is Scott Frost absolutely blowing his load, not learning how to win a one-score game, and losing to the bunch of nerds in the North, known as Northwestern. Uh, how do you kick that extra or kick the onside kick in the third quarter? The real question is how do you not fire Scott Frost? I want to just jump straight to firing Frost, Scott Frost. <laughs> Should have fired him last year. Should have fired him the year before that. Should have fired him after the onside kick. Should have left him in Ireland. Wasn't that where the game was? Ireland. It was in Dublin. Yeah. Should have left him in Ireland. The guy's got to go. This is he's he's already the guy's his seat is scorching. I can't even come up with the words. Scorching hot, and he loses to fucking Northwestern as a twelve point favorite. By the way, and I bet the game thirteen twice. They were thirteen point favorites. I think they were twelve and a half when I put it. How does he have a fucking job today? Well, that's the one thing I was like, did he ever get on the plane? Did we confirm Scott Frost is back in Lincoln? I would be drinking beer in Dublin if I was him still. In Dublin. In Dublin. Indubitably. Indubitably. Uh, <laughs> he's way too busy abusing players. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's got to go. No, but they just didn't look good to play. Like, we all remember the story where Scott Frost was saying, like, oh, yeah, my offensive linemen are puking. They looked like they were still puking today. It's like they just, like, that's not a good thing, Scotty. Like, your players should be in shape by this time. Like, they look terrible. They were I mean, it was just an all-around terrible game. Nebraska, first of all, I, I feel like a big dummy for betting Nebraska as a 12.5-point favorite ever. Mm-hmm. That was way too many points. And there's a lot of people out there that are like that took the Northwestern side, and they knew exactly what was going to happen. So, I wasn't right. quite sure that they would cover the 13.5, but I thought they would definitely win the game. Yeah, that was that was a dumb bet. Well, I love how everyone's like, well, Scott Frost definitely needs Oklahoma. Dude, he needs to beat North Dakota State or North Dakota. Hey. He needs to beat Georgia Southern. But as far as the national bets betting goes, probably call it week zero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. that was tough to watch. Tough fucking start. I'm I'm just glad that I got my one dumb bet out in week zero. Because now it's just smooth sailing for me. Uh, oh, for well, technically, it's probation week for you, week one. <laughs> no, I'm going to come out hot this next week. I'm come out very hot. Oh, we're all going to come out scorching here. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, shout out to Ireland sta- Stadiums for when their Wi-Fi went out. They offered free beer for everybody. So that's Did they really? Yeah, they did. That was pretty fucking, fucking awesome. cool. Also, they created a two-story cup snake with all the free beers. So at Wrigley Field, you all fucking stink. You're a joke of a franchise. I uh, damn! I didn't know they were giving out free beers. So, what, what do you think they drink at a stadium in Dublin? Do, they don't have like Bud Light, do they? Well, they have like your Guinnesses, your Guinness Blondes. I would rather just not drink anything than just pound Guinnesses for an entire fucking football game. Well, they're just built different out there, Beaver. I guess so. I guess that is their version of Bud Light, bro. I guess that's their version of Bud Light. I don't know. I mean, have you ever had a Guinness? Yeah, like three times ever, and I hated it. It's not as heavy as it looks. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you should have drafted that one. <laughs> Definitely should have drafted. That's what she said. Damn it. Oh well. Well, that was a um. Yeah, I don't know. They're, I'd rather just pound Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, like absolute savage. Have it running down my shirt. Drinking Guinness is pretty tough for, throughout an entire game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like to have like one, possibly two. So is Guinness the equivalent of our Bud Diesels? I think it's heavier. Yeah, I think it's significantly it heavier. No. I mean, it's, it definitely, it's better. I had a diesel de- last year, and I'm still burping from it. No, it's, it's heavier. <laughs> I still feel bloated from the diesel I had, like, in spring break in college. <laughs> Let alone, like, I can't do a fucking Guinness right now. Dude, Guinnesses aren't that much. They're actually healthy for you. It has as much antioxidants as a glass of red wine. Is that true? Yes, it is. Huh, how about that? I'm looking, you learn something new every day. If you don't laugh at our podcast, at least you learned something today. Yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> what? Uh, so, did you guys watch the other game? Which one? Where? Vanderbilt, Hawaii. Okay, can we talk about how we should uh, demote or uh, relegate Hawaii from a state to a territory and promote this Puerto is Rico? One hundred percent, my bad bet of the year. I, I'm. Did you take Hawaii? I, I got took Hawaii. Hosed. Well, are you guys Hawaii both Hawaii? Was an eleven or was eleven and one against the spread and their last twelve opening games on the island. It's a six hour difference. And Vanderbilt from we the know West Coast is obviously trash. <laughs> I they should be I, I know Maggie, they are trash. Yeah, Maggie agrees. That's also Maggie, uh, our sports dog that is also <laughs> gonna be making picks come NFL week one. She's our gambling dog. She actually chose Vandy and we told her she was a not the best. Told girl. her she was a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't take I didn't take the bet till Saturday morning, and I was really nervous because the last time I looked at it, it was like seven seven and a half. It jumped up to nine Saturday morning, and I was like, "Oh yikes! This is a big big spread for like a Vanderbilt team." But did it anyway. Very glad I do. Sixty three to ten was the final score. Hawaii looked god awful. Vanderbilt looked, looked pretty fucking good. Yeah, I might uh, just fade Hawaii for the rest of the year. I kind of believe. Well, yeah, I, I, that was my plan anyway. But like, I thought they I could also at least play cover. Vanderbilt every single game too. I, I didn't like, well, think they would win. I think they would lose by like, like eight a score, <laughs> a tutter. They wouldn't get blown out by fifty or fifty plus. Anyways, uh, moving on to week one, uh, Beavers. Since every time we talk about week one, you want to talk about Georgia, Oregon. Oh, for sure. So why don't you open it up? Why don't you give us a little analysis? I think Georgia Oregon's the biggest game of the year. Uh, not of the, the, year? the biggest really? game of the week. The Sorry, the biggest game of the week. Oh, in... well, definitely biggest game of the week. No, I disagree entirely. Uh, Oregon eleven, Georgia three. Those are the rankings, uh, AP. But Georgia is a seventeen point favorite going into this. Seventeen game. and a half, isn't it? Might be seventeen and a half now. But and by the time we get off this podcast, and by the time it gets posted, probably 18, 18 and a half. Yeah, it's gonna keep going up. Go I don't up. know, man. I think Georgia lost a lot. Like they lost a lot of players just now to the draft mm-hmm. and elsewhere. Set some minutes back, and he's pretty good. But so they lost. They they lost so many guys in the draft. If it can get to like, I don't know, seventeen, seventeen and a half is not a bad number. And if it's not a public dog, I would take Oregon. Oh, I think I'm thinking and then really I hard. I would get fucked again, dude. Oregon, literally last year. So last time I checked, Oregon, 59% of the voting public has taken Oregon plus 17. Then I'm out. I'm out on Oregon. I don't know. I like I like that bet a lot. I just but who do they off. have? At least well, at least Georgia has another swath of future first round picks coming in because they always do. I learned my lesson You're, last year on Oregon. But like what like what does Oregon have on offense? They're outside of the Ohio State game where they looked really good. They got bullied by Utah twice. 
last year. Well, and that style of offense just is not going to work against Georgia. No, it doesn't. I mean, you're going to put up some points, but you're not going to put up 50. Also, like the like every Oregon team, whether it's Marcus Mariota, whether it's Justin Herbert, whether it's Dennis Dixon, it always relies on a really good quarterback. Who does Oregon have at QB? Well, well that's the thing. They're not they're not announcing their starting quarterback until kickoff. What are they so, going to? I mean, are they eventually going to go Bo Nix, or is it the other guy that's? I think they're going to go Bo Nix, or it's going to be Ty Lockwood's the other guy. Um, I don't know. I mean, regardless, I don't trust Bo Nix in any big time situation, especially going against a team who's less talented on his side. Going up against Georgia because they their doors blown off. If I remember correctly. The good thing is Bo Nix is going to be comfortable. He's played against Georgia three times, and he's played against he's played in Mercedes-Benz Stadium before as well. So he's going to, uh, I guess, be less rattled than some other people for Oregon. I mean, sure. Also, this is he's just not uh, very accurate. He's played in a lot of big games too. But well, he might have been played, or he might have played in a lot of big games. But this is Dan Lanning's first head coaching job. That doesn't scare me. This is his first game that coach. Sc- that's, I mean, he's going up against defending national title or, or national which champions. Which means, his, dude, they could come out of the gate fucking rock. You. Well, that's the only reason I would ever take Oregon on this side. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that maybe they're just fully complacent, but also they just graduated their entire team. So it's not any of these guys' accomplishments. Well, what I'm saying is since he, new coach coming in, they might not know or realize that they have no business competing with Georgia. And well, that's like, more like an FCS argument. This is still a – Pac-12 team. Dude. I don't know. I mean, I think Georgia's going to – It's still Georgia versus Oregon. I think Georgia's going to win for sure, but I just don't know if they can cover that big of a spread with a completely diff- – like a completely new team. No, I I don't like taking anything above like nine points in a spread, so I'm not touching this, but if I were to have to bet on this game, I'd take Georgia. Yeah. Correct. Unless it goes to – Or minus 17. If it's What's the number if, that you okay, would definitely take Oregon at? Definitely, definitely, or if they weren't a public dog. Let's. What is the number that you look at that you go, "Fuck, I have to take Oregon here." Twenty-one. I, you know, that's, hey, that's fair. Public consensus. Yeah, I'd probably do twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one. I'm take, I'm hammering them. Yeah, I probably would do. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, if Oregon covers, and I took Oregon, I'd be like, "Yeah, that made a lot of sense." Yeah, twenty-one. I did twenty-one and a half. I'd put my mortgage on it. Yeah. But if Georgia blows it out, I'm going to be like, this was the stupidest fucking bet I've ever made in my life. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then I'd be homeless. Yeah. All right, so what I think is the biggest game of the weekend, uh, Penn State-Purdue, only because if Purdue wins this game, you have a guy in James Franklin who's is automatically on the hot seat. That's what I was going to say. Is this he like he's one of, I think he's the top five highest paid coach is right now. Is he coming back to Vanderbilt? Uh? I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you might have to go to Hawaii. He should have stayed at Vanderbilt. <laughs> he could have built a program. Could have. But, yeah, no, I, I think if they don't win this game, they're so far behind the eight ball because they also have to play Auburn this year, which might not be. What time is the uh, Penn State-Purdue um, game? Uh, it's at 8 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, just or seven o'clock. On yeah, Thursday. you lose. You lose to Purdue game one. You've got to play an entire season. No, you're mm-hmm. not going in. And then Knowing you're, you're not going anywhere. I mean, if you lose to Purdue, you're not beating Ohio State. You're not beating Michigan. You're probably not beating Michigan State. And then I'm not sure who else they play on the other side in the East. But you're not winning that game. If you're not beating Purdue, it's a toss up against Auburn. So I mean, you go from being a potential Big Ten West or Big Ten East contender into maybe being bowl eligible. Yikes, I don't know. Penn State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know about that. Which is fucking – I mean, that's also a rat line, if I've ever seen one. Yeah. I got another rat line here that I want to talk about later. Line. But it is begging you to take Penn State. No, I, I don't know. I kind of want to take Purdue in that one. 
Yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's a rat line. You have I, to take the other side. I might agree. But then again, like when Penn or so Penn State definitely has the better players. They have the better coach. Because I think we all agree that regardless of what's been happening in the last couple of years, James, Frank, James Franklin's a better head coach than Jeff Brom. I'd agree. I like, or I know this isn't a popular opinion, but I like Sean Clifford a lot better than I like Aiden O'Connell. I mean, as much as people want to shit on Sean yeah. Clifford, he's the Chad Pennington in the NFL of college football. Yeah, no, he's a perfectly good quarterback. He's completely, he's not going to lose you games, but he's not going to win you games. The only thing that I'm truly worried about is Penn State hasn't, or all of last season didn't have a single individual rush for over 100 yards. They got a couple guys in recruiting this year that should help with that. But, I mean, that's that's tough. If you're putting it all on Sean Clifford, especially uh, especially with him having the injury history that he has, that's tough. If Penn State loses to Purdue, they're going to lose to Auburn. Yes, I agree. It's, that game's at Auburn. First of all, I think they're going to lose anyway. Even if TJ Finley's the starting quarterback, which he is. <laughs> I, I think I'd agree right now Penn State's going to lose to Auburn, yeah. And I don't think Auburn's going to be really – Yeah, Auburn's not going to be that good. They're not going to be very good. All right. So, I think that's the biggest game of the weekend. Moving on to another – in what, very interesting game. What's the spread on the Tennessee Ball State game, real quick? Uh, Thirty-one and a half. Ooh, are you gonna take Tennessee? Uh, I don't take spreads over nine. That's a big spread right there. I don't like it. Uh, I'm, a nine, I'm a nine and a half guy, but I'm with you. Yeah. Well, anything double digits, I get very hesitant. Double digits on. makes me very anxious. Yeah. I get a little tight booty hole there. Uh, Cincinnati, Arkansas, or Cincinnati, Arkansas. Cincinnati loses a lot of weapons, but. They're only six-point dogs against Arkansas in Fayetteville. But are they in Fayetteville? Are they? Yeah, they are. Well, unless they're neutral side. Let's see what that is. I know Florida's not neutral side. Florida's in Gainesville. Oh, uh, yeah, it's in Fayetteville. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck. I got Arkansas all day. I got six and a half on my app right here. Um, no Desmond Ritter. No Sauce guy. Gardner. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. No, that really good white receiver. Like, they're, I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Just know all know. those good guys. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, all those guys. I don't know. I, I think Arkansas should win that game and cover. No, I agree. With I think, ease. I'm going to go with ease. I, no, also, I that game's any of us are going to disagree with you there. That game's at 2.30 at the same time as Georgia-Oregon. And I'm going to be just overwhelmed. Like, it's going to be sensory overload We've known that Cincinnati point. was frauds. Yeah. They're not frauds. They just, just lost everything. Maggie so what? Also, <laughs> so what's the or if we remember with a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback? Granted, there's a lot of injury injury wide receivers, but in that playoff game against Alabama, Alabama just ran the fucking ball whenever they wanted to. And what's the one thing Arkansas does really well? Running the ball. Woo pig suey. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I I looked back because I had a lot of hot takes about KJ Jefferson last year, and I may have to eat crow because he did have. I didn't realize he had an absolute ball throwing. The, or throwing against Alabama. So, even without Traylon Burks, they bring in a couple guys. So, I'm a little worried that the line's aggressively too low. Because especially, because what this line's saying that if it's on a neutral site, it's a three-point game, in which I don't believe that whatsoever. For Arkansas? Yeah. Uh, so, if it's, a, what, they're playing this in Dallas, or they're playing this in Georgia, they're saying there's a three-point spread in favor of Arkansas. I, I love this bet. I love this bet a lot. And Maggie, yeah, I know. I, I think Arkansas should. I think Arkansas is going to want to make a statement. For sure. And I think they win by double digits. 
I might take an alternate spread. I might fuck around and take an alternate spread. Take a little tenner. Do a little nine and a half. Ooh, spicy. All right, uh, Utah, Florida. Utah. That one. I'm taking In Gainesville. Uh, what, what's the spread? Give, uh, somebody give me a spread real quick. Updated spread. Uh, I have it down as Utah minus three on the road in Gainesville. Utah, two and a half. Wait. Two and a half. I moved by half point. Utah's a favorite? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, Utah right now. Wow. I, so, go ahead. So, the the way that I've seen it kind of breaking down for me, at least, is that Utah is your Iowa of the Pac-12 in which they're not going to win games. They're going to let you lose the game. So, they're going to play perfect ball, but they don't have the playmakers to take the game away from you, which is their advantage. So they're going to force a turnover, and then they can force that turnover, which Florida's been known to do. They're going to make you suffer for it. They're like the Anaconda. Like, they'll just squeeze the win out of you and just take it. Is, That's uh, their only hope. My only, my only fear, though, is if they squeeze that win out of you and take it, are they going to cover three points? I mean, if they win, they win by more than three. Is, is AR-15 still starting? Yeah, he yep. is. So I – I think I'm, so. I'm going to take Utah minus three. I will, but I almost want Florida to win just so when Tennessee beats them later in the year, it's that more important. <laughs> I'm taking Florida. I'll, I'll take Florida plus money every day against a fucking bullshit university like Utah. Well, I, I don't mean, care that Utah. I, I don't know. Utah's that's a, not a bullshit football team, JP. Also, a lot of people are putting Utah in contention mm-hmm. to win, like to be in the college football playoffs this year. Utah's going to be fucking good. I'm calling them frauds <laughs> right now. What? I want Florida upset week one. So, I mean, Utah does have a history. So, what? They had a guy from Baylor transfer, or transfer in last year, started the first four games and just stunk. And then I believe the guy who replaced him, I think his name was Cam Ward, just came in and kind of took over the team. That's when it started winning. Granted, they absolutely got shit housed against Ohio State. But they had a running back starting a corner, which is never a good sign. So, I wouldn't really take the bowl game into any consideration here. But, yeah, no, it's essentially, do you believe in Billy Napier's system to not lose the game? Do you believe in Anthony Richardson to not throw a pick? And if it really comes down to that, I'm regardless of what team it is, I'm taking points. I'm taking Florida. Yeah, I, I still want to take Florida. Uh, one game that I keep going back and forth about, Notre Dame-Ohio State. Ooh, that, that one's going to be... I think that's going to be pretty exciting. Two teams that I hate the most out of the entire fucking college football. Yeah, I think no. those are my two most hated teams. No, I, I outside of, you know, all Out, of the I mean, SEC, outside of Tennessee. We're, we're talking about <laughs> outside of SEC, obviously. Because yeah. you can't decide who you hate the most, really, you know. Yeah, I know no, I hate you, I know you have yours. Oh, I have – no, I hate everyone in the SEC, but I hate the Florida the most out of the right, SEC. Right, but I'm talking, like, outside SEC teams that you just, like, can't fucking oh, yeah. stand. Ohio State's probably 1-1 one, one on that draft. I think Notre Dame's my my number one. Is really? Teams. Yeah. Damn. That's going to be the uh, 6.30 on Saturday night game. Mm-hmm. That'll be the really the only night game worth watching on uh, on Saturday. Well, sorry, Utah-Florida's at 6. Never mind. I thought that was an afternoon game. Yeah, Ohio State's a 17-point favorite. All right. I'm leaning towards Notre Dame plus 17.5. I need someone to talk me out of it. No, I was uh, going to talk thing. you into it. Fuck. I'm, 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 I, I got, <laughs> I'm talking you into it, which is bad. When we all agree, it's real bad. That, that, that's that's <laughs> fade it. Take the Ohio State minus 25. I want to take – I said it second, so I'm taking 
I'm saying Notre Dame plus 17. One hundred percent. That's so many points. Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be that big of an. I'm almost ball. afraid to not take it right now, so it doesn't move down. Yeah. Right. So as of, well, the only other thing that I get very worried about. Now, granted, these numbers could be updated because I'm writing them or I wrote them right before I got here. Uh, the public, sixty-two percent on Notre Dame. Sixty-two. Sixty-two percent. Uh, the website that I use to now pull these numbers scary. don't have money numbers yet which makes me even more nervous because I normally wait to put in all my bets in as soon as I have the sharp numbers, but I, they don't have them right now and I'm freaking out. But anyways, yeah. Uh, also, Ohio State just got bullied regardless of who they played, whether it was Oregon, whether it was Michigan. Like they got manhandled when they faced a team of similar caliber. And so Notre Dame, as much as we like to shit on them, as much as they're overranked to you, they have good players. Marcus Freeman is no pushover. He's going to have the boys ready. The issue is, one, can they cover the new Ohio State wide receivers that are absolutely incredible? And can they cover the 17 points? Because Ohio State is going to put up 35. Do, I tr- do we trust Notre Dame to put up 30? You guys want to hear a couple trends that I got for you? Oh, let's go. Fighting Irish for 4-0 against the spread in the last four games on field turf. Fighting Irish for 4-0 against the spread in their last four road games. They're also Notre Dame. 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games overall. Those are some numbers worth thinking about. Yeah. And if we want to flip to the Ohio State. Or has, has it peaked? Ohio State is 1-4 against the spread in their last five non-conference games. Mm. That's hard to hear. Mm. That's pretty rough. That's, that's tough to, to bet on. I know that. that <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, everything I just read really leans me towards – Betting on Notre I'm, Dame plus seventeen. I'm gonna take Did you Notre, just I'm Google taking Notre Dame right Notre now. Dame? No, I just found it on a uh, a website that I use. No free ads, and um, I don't know. Those are pretty uh, pretty interesting statistics. No, I completely agree. Uh, it also depends on if the Ohio State defense will ever grow a back, grow a backbone and actually play, because they looked atrocious last year. But anyways, moving on. I'm gonna go ahead and call this. The Jack Trap game, because it's Mike Norvell with a very low spread, and I want to take Florida State so bad. This is another rat line. LSU minus three makes no sense. It should be minus seven. Because it's granted, it's neutral site. They're playing in the Superdome. But that's not neutral site. That's not neutral site. I could see it happening. It's 45 minutes away from. I could see it. I know. I don't know. LSU was really ba- has been like pretty bad the past two years, uh, but Florida State's been really bad. Has looked god awful at times. This is mm-hmm. one of those games that I definitely do not want to bet on, but I'm going to. Yeah, we're gonna. Have and it. I'm taking Florida State. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't tell me that. I'm looking more at the over under at 51 and thinking like, is anybody really gonna score in this game? I don't know if either of these offenses are really that good. Well, LSU battle. doesn't run the ball anymore. And even under a Brian Kelly system, I don't think they have the running back talent to run the ball anymore. The other one, and is, I and I really do want to see Brian Kelly fail in the SEC. True. Well, the other thing for Florida State that I'm very worried about is I think three of their offensive linemen have gone down in camp, and then LSU was always going to have talent on that defensive line, so they're just going to get manhandled for the entire sixty minutes. Very possible. But it's the third year under my or third or fourth year under Mike Novell, and they always just get a little better every year. So I want to take them so bad. 
even if everyone just gets 10% better, they can beat an LSU team starting over, essentially. Wouldn't I would kind of love Brian Kelly to lose his first game as the LSU coach. No, don't do that. I want to be the one person betting Florida State. Let me have my Mike Norvell fetish. I have to. I mean, I haven't decided where I'm going to bet yet, but it's just no, one of those No, I want things. Mike Norvell to eventually get fired. I want them both to get fired. Because I want Deion Sanders to fucking coach it. That's true. That would be fun. Florida Hot State. seat Norvell. But yeah, I do want him to beat Brian Kelly so fucking bad because I want to just prove a point to everybody that it's harder in the SEC. <laughs> it just means more. just means more for sure. Um, also, a little tidbit. 73% of the betting public is on LSU for that game. What? That seems a little high. It, it is very high. No Mike Norvell fans out there in the gambling world. Sounds like you're following Nashville bets. You might get a really quick glimpse at how good you can make some money. <laughs> One no. thing I want to do for sure for the uh, Monday night game, Clemson-Georgia Tech. It's in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. There'll be more Clemson fans for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Clemson minus 21 and a half, I think is a lock. I don't do anything. Oh, no. Clemson sucks. Oh, Georgia no. Tech sucks. But that's a lot of points for a quarterback that I don't trust at all. I don't, also, did you hear you in said camp? said 21 and a half? Yeah. Give me Georgia Tech. Give me, Georgia, so give me yep. Georgia Tech. So what has kind of been floating around is that that backup, I think it's Cade something. Yeah, Cade. Uh, the guy, the true freshman, that just he's like the number one quarterback last year. Uh, he will start eventually this season, but we don't know when. It's essentially DJ's job to lose, and people are trying to figure out like what big game they play where eventually like Cade might take over. But, I mean, DJ struggled a lot last year against like, not very good teams. So, I expect that like maybe as soon as week three. I saw some of the worst throws I've ever seen from DJ Ukulari. Yeah, it's like, it, some it really bad throws. Good. The only reason he was such a highly recruited guy is because he's just really big and throws it really far. But just accuracy was so bad last year. He was the reason that they – the whole team's still really good. It was just him last year that made them lose those couple games. I still do love how everyone's like, oh, Clemson sucked last year. They still won nine games. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole team is still stacked with, like, really good players. Yeah. He was just that bad. He was able to lose them games with how he played. That guy's not going to win you, like, a close game. Uh, so do we have a best bet? I mean, I don't know. I think some of the smaller games might be, like justify the best bet. Um, but the best bet of all the games we just talked about, my best bet of all those games we just talked about would be Oregon plus 17. Yeah. I'm leaning on that one. So my best bet of the weekend, uh, a little Louisville Cardinals at Syracuse. Uh, the Cure, Syracuse, I think, over-under wins for the seasons like five and a half. They're not going to get that this weekend. I'm taking Louisville minus four and a half. Ooh. I think that's a lock. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. It's four and a half. Yep, I said four and a half. Oh. The win total for Syracuse is like five. Honestly, Alabama, Utah State, Alabama 42-point favorites. That seems pretty legit. Yeah. Memphis, Mississippi State? That, so, I'm worried to take that game. Wait, North Carolina, App State? That's a rat line. I cannot figure that out. That's a rat. Minus, I'm, I'm, dude, that's a fucking lock. For who? North Carolina. Do we trust Mac Brown? It's a fucking lock. Is it neutral side or are they going into Boone? It looks like it's in Boone. It looks like it's in Boone. I don't know if I trust that at all. I think I like Appy State there. Because I have it at even. It's in Boone at 11 a.m. though. I mean, that's when they're most rowdy. Yeah, that's... When the Shiners are... <laughs> 
just waking up. Uh, can we play a little game called Explain It to the Dummy? Uh, why, on God's green earth, is South Carolina only a 12.5 point favorite at home against Georgia State? That makes no sense to me. That makes zero sense. It should be 20 plus. Do we I not? Know, I still think Spencer Rattler kind of sucks. Well, I mean, that's what the line's telling you is that they don't trust Spencer at all. They don't trust Spencer at all. No, nobody trusts Spencer at all. Except for South Carolina, maybe. I think that's more He's of a. He's just not that good. I mean, we saw flashes of him being excellent, but he just never was able to sustain anything for a long period of time. All right, so Notre Dame plus 17 is my. Lock your best of the bet. week. That's my that's my lock of the week. Yeah. All right, that's an appropriate lock. So thank you all for listening to the podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff at Nashville Bets. Yeah, donate on Linktree, uh, especially for Beavers Recovery Fund for when he absolutely gets smacked in this draft voting. Uh, in order to go vote on the draft, I'll vote either one, two, or three on either our Instagram or on our Twitter. Uh, Go follow us on Spotify or wherever else you find your podcasts at. Uh, We love you all. We'll see you next week.